Welcome, friends, to the podcast Care Package to Japan, where we showcase God's love for Japan through people. I am your host, Evangeline. Today, we will be talking with my special guest, Revy. Now, let's get started. So, the guest today, her name is Revy. She is someone very special to me. She is actually my very dear sister. And she's going to talk about how God has placed Japan on her heart. She's also going to talk about how God has led her to where she is today. So, Revy, thank you so much for joining me today on my podcast. Hey, thanks for inviting me on your podcast. Yeah, um, how God led me to Japan and wanting to go to Japan, huh? That is definitely. It's a good question, right? It's a good question. It's a long story, actually. Well, before we dive deep into that,、um, do you want to give an audience an introduction to who you are? Yeah, so my name is Revy, and I am currently a software engineer. I'm going to work at Google Tokyo, and、um, that is what,、um, how I will be going to Google.、Um, Uh, or that is how I will be going to Tokyo um, soon. Um, and a little bit about me I'm very passionate about missions in Japan.、Um, I love trying out new things and、uh, very adventurous. And、um, let's see, I, my personality type is a ENTJ, type 3.、Nice. And type 3 on an Enneagram? On an Enneagram, yep.、Um, yeah, and just very excited to.、Um, I, I think it just. For me, like being able to do missions for、um, in Japan is definitely has been a special place in my heart, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for giving us a sneak peek into what we're going to talk about.、Um, before we dive in deeper, even more into your story,、um, do you want to tell us about the last Japanese food that you had or you ate? Ooh. Do you remember what it was? Yes, I do. So, actually, it was actually during my birthday,、um, I believe, when, at least that's the last one I remember.、Um, and I remember、um, one of my friends, he's a chef. He's an amazing chef in Maui. And,、um, and he made me like a whole platter of sushi and sukiyaki as well. And he flew it,、um, a lot of the sushi in from Oahu, but we were in Maui. And it was just an amazing feast, amazing, because I was、um, craving for Japanese food during COVID、um, in Hawaii. And it was an amazing time just remembering. Um, like, because I think Japanese food really takes, can really take me and food is like an experience that can take you back to the country, you know? Yeah, thanks for, thanks for sharing that. So let's dig deep a little more about your story with Japan. Can you tell me a little more about how God has placed Japan on your heart? Yeah, of course. So it began. I thought it began in college originally, but actually, it began probably when I was small. And it is probably、um, something that、um, it's hard to understand, but I think it's actually partially like, inherited because、um, my、uh, grandparents、um, have Japan on their hearts for a while. And when I was small, ever since I was like a kid, I remember I would gravitate towards.、Um, 
the Japanese culture a bit, but I never thought about going to Japan because I am a more rational person. I really don't like feel like there's no point in going to Japan because you know I feel like I can get a better job. It's easier to find、um, a significant other. My friends are in America. It's hard to learn new language if I go to Japan. But、um, and so for a while I didn't think to.、Um, To explore that part of me that felt connected to Japan, and、um, it actually wasn't until I believe it wasn't until the, my junior year in college that、um, there was a trip where it was it was、um, a very interesting trip because I remember I was only going there for a concert. Originally, and that was like my first or second time to Japan, and I remember I bought the ticket first, and I told my family, "Hey, I'm going to Japan, and to see a concert." And then my family was like, "Oh, you can't go without it,、um, us." And so they actually came with me on that trip. And during that trip, yes, the concert was great, but I remember just、um, walking throughout the、uh, streets of、uh, Osaka and just feeling really, really burdened for the. The people there, and I don't know. I couldn't know understand why, but I just remember I started crying. And on the airplane where I was supposed to be studying for my midterms, because I was、uh, that was during like spring break in college, I remember I was supposed to be studying, but I was just crying the whole time on the airplane and、um, praying for Japan. And、um, when I got back, and after all the midterms, I just remember I couldn't. Uh, that feeling, that deep connection, wouldn't leave me, and so I started talking about this to my small group,、um, people at my church, and just people,、uh, other people that I respected, and they told me that maybe you know God placed this on my heart for a certain reason, you know maybe. It is God place. Maybe it is not necessarily something I need to rationalize. And when I realized that, like, oh, you know, God places things on people's heart. Interesting.、Mm-hmm. And that was like my first time, like, understanding this concept that, you know, God can just place something on people's heart, even if it doesn't make sense to me.、Um, and so I started exploring that.、Um, conviction, I guess. And I just remember ever since that. Um, time of coming back from Japan, there would be, especially in that year, I would get sometimes where I couldn't fall asleep, and I'll be woken up in the middle of the night and start praying and crying for Japan, and those would be, those would coincidentally or not coincidentally be some days where there would be an earthquake or some natural disaster, and、um, that would prompt me to you know check up on my friends in Japan if they're okay. And、um, during around during this time too, I realized that I also was in more difficult communication with my friends in Japan.、Um, so there's a funny side story behind this: is that in high school, a lot of my friends thought I was Japanese.、Uh, my Japanese friends thought I was Japanese, so they adopted me into their Japanese crew.、Um, and by the time they realized I'm not Japanese, it's too late. I'm already their friend.、Uh, but Um, at this time in college,、uh, the senior year in college, I realized that it has been significantly harder to keep up with them, and I think because of that rekindling in、um, 
of knowing that maybe God plays Japan on my heart, I decided that I'm going to start learning Japanese. So around、um, sometime in the middle of my senior year in college,、um, I felt like God placed on my heart to start learning Japanese. And so I started learning Japanese. And that year, I also realized that、um, I probably shouldn't stay a dietitian major. That was what I was studying during that time because. I was looking around and I couldn't find any job openings for dietitians in、uh, Japan that I would be able to apply for. So, therefore, during my last year in college, I decided that after college, I would probably have to pivot my career into software engineering. And so, during that one year,、um, I studied a lot of Japanese and studied a lot of,、um, and, and then I realized I have to start studying coding afterwards. And afterwards,、um, I think there was just a lot of times where I caught up with my Japanese friends and hearing about their、um, the heaviness on their heart, like how they feel very depressed and feel very no hope. And I realized that that's something that really made me、um, that is very heavy and very sad. And I remember、um, that. When, so, when I asked my friends in like, San Francisco or in New York like, like, that are very busy um, they, um, if they have hope, they usually say yes, they do see hope, even though they sometimes feel lost among a sea of people.、Um, they, a lot of them still feel like they can see hope. But when I ask my friends in Japan whether they can see hope, a lot of them answered no. And that really, really bothered me. And that really, really burdened me. And I just remember um, crying um, to God and going through a lot of phases during then of like, God, why, why, why are you like, allowing so many people in Japan to not come back to you?、Um, there was a lot of struggle back then and just a lot of praying and a lot of questioning.、Um, and, but then,、um, I think during and after senior year, I learned a, bit, a little bit of Japanese and then I went on a trip to Japan、um, that summer after I graduated. And I remember that was a summer、um, that was very memorable because I remember I was walking on the streets of Shinjuku. And,、um, and this was actually right after. I was catching up with my friends and talking, and they were talking to me about their、um, very busy, long day of jobs and how it was very taxing. And I think after that, I was walk, walking along the streets of Shinjuku, and I remember I saw a lady、um, walking towards the railing. And I remember that was the first time my body just reacted, and I ran towards her and stopped her from going over. And I just remember feeling very scared.、Um, Both for her and just feeling very confused too, and kind of feeling scared that, like, what could have happened? And I'm also just glad that she's okay.、Um, and I just remember thinking very confusedly, but also thanking God that nothing happened and telling God that, you know, like, you know, I don't know what is in me. In, What you want for me in life, but Lord,、um, like, I think there was something there that He wanted to tell me, and 
I just remember telling God that, you know, I don't know what I can do, but whatever it is that I can do for you, whatever, um, whatever is possible, I'm willing to do it, whatever it takes, um, yeah. whatever you're willing to help me with um, to um, do something for your kingdom in Japan, to help um, shine a bit of your, more of your light in Japan, because they're de- definitely desperate um, for more hope. And, um, and I just remember all the memories um, of that year and building up to that event really began a new chapter in my life where I, I feel like God gave me like a almost like a supernatural strength to study a lot of Japanese because I remember during that year I, I like spent over five hours a day at the very least is five to ten hours every day studying Japanese for a whole year and so um, somehow like God helped me um, keep up that studying schedule and then I'm able to get to a pretty decent level by the end of um, one year and um, by God's grace too like I was able to um, pivot my job um, to a full-fledged job in San Francisco in less than a year and um and I think it just like there's a lot of testimony of um, God being faithful throughout the whole process and that God really uh, does provide because originally I wanted to go to Japan um, as soon as possible but um, God knew that I wasn't ready and so originally there was actually I actually got into two jobs um, in Japan and one job in San Francisco I really wanted to go to the job in Japan but the the salary was not the highest and so I asked for God for a very weird specific number for my job in San Francisco if he doesn't want me to go to Japan yet and that was exactly the number that I got um, so that was that was kind of like an airy moment but it's like wow I, I, I better obey God you know um, and I think because and I think that next part of the chapter in my life was just like a, a chapter of um, understanding that God has his own timing and that he really um, cares about his people but also about the people he's uh, sending to and that he is preparing because um, I think you know recently I am learning a lot about like that a lot of um, times God really it's really about like the journey and how he prepares you too then just only about the destination and um, so right now I am um, trying to learn how to I'm exploring of ways that God is creating me to be the one who I'm supposed to be um, or how he created me so that I can be the most effective me when he sends me to Japan mm-hmm. and um, and you know like obviously I'm just one human, you know, so like there's like um, if, if God is not there, um, there's nothing that can be uh, done to advance his kingdom. But um, with God, I really believe that the possibility is endless. Um, and I can say that from the experience in my life of how God's been opening doors and doors crazily and um, exponentially faster and faster. Um, I think because one of my hope um, of going to Japan was that I would go to Japan with a reputable company. I w- and this is because like I was meditating on 
um, the story of the Good Samaritan about how the Good Samaritan he w- didn't just have the heart but he was also blessed with the financial ability to be the Good Samaritan and mm-hmm. to pay the hotel for um, the Jewish that was beat up that's true um, and so you know um, not, not saying that this is the path that everyone um, is to take but I feel like um, I feel like that is the path that God wants me to take and so um, I feel like he has allowed me to um, get into uh, Google Tokyo even though I didn't graduate as a software engineer or a CS major and uh, things like that um, like I th- do think um, he has definitely been blessing me with a lot of skills and uh, resources and so at this current point I do feel like God is opening the door and it feels like a long time since it's been more than four years or more than six years since God first placed it on my heart um, more clearly and but I think it's just cool to see how things have progressed um, and that he does open um, doors and his whole timing and even how I got the job was a miracle too um, and how I got to this place and so I'm excited to see what it's gonna come next as um, God finally opened the door to go to Japan and um, and I know that it is only the beginning so it's pretty exciting yeah thank you so much for sharing that um, if you could summarize your passion and your journey with Japan in one word what would it be Oh, that is a hard one. Just one word. My passion and... Or just the whole entire journey and how it's been. How would you... If you could put it into one word. Mmm. Yeah, um... This is a very interesting question. Like, I don't know if I could put it into one word, but like a or a phrase, if you can think of a phrase. Um, and it might it might not be it might not be that deep, but um, so a lot of time people ask me if Japan is like my home, my second home, because they a lot of the people around me know that. Like, I, I tell them that like like Japan is the place that I want to die in. And mm-hmm. they'll be like, wow, that is very strong. So they'll ask like, oh, is it like your home or your second home? And for me, it doesn't actually feel like a second home, but it feels more like, I don't know how to explain it. It feels more like a boyfriend or a lover. Oh, than, that's funny. Than, than my home. So would yeah. you say boyfriend is one of the words? I think, boy- <laughs> I think boyfriend is probably the, the word, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, because it doesn't quite feel like home, but I know it's the place I'm supposed to be. Okay. Yeah. So, not not very happy, but like you know, like that's that's the first thing that came up. If I have to summarize it in a word. Yeah, that's really cool. Thank you for sharing that. That's not that's not the word that word that I think people would typically think about, but I think it's pretty cool that you associate that word with Japan. Um, before we end the episode. 
Do you mind just talking a little bit about、um, how people can be praying specifically for Japan? And before we end, do you mind saying your prayer and praise on behalf of Japan? Yeah.、Um, I think something that's been on my heart right now is because there. Has been a lot of news and of like, there has been a lot of、um, like dark news because、um, recently there's been、uh, several, several like、um, stabbing attempts, or、um, actually in just in the last two months. And,、um, and I just want to ask,、um, I just want to ask.、Um, People to just continue to pray more、um, for God's presence to be heavily upon Japan.、Mm-hmm. That,、um, that yeah. even though like, the darkness is rising, that,、um, that people may not lose sight of what is good. That just because darkness is rising doesn't mean that Jesus is not there. And,、um, and we, I know that we, we shouldn't be surprised. Like, God did say in the Bible that、um, there will, like, during the end times, there will be more evil. But I do believe that there will be more good because、um, um, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow.、Um, so I think just praying for、um, the Christians there to stand strong and to、um, not lose hope and not become, become less in doing good、mm. and continue、um, to hold on、um, despite all the things that they're seeing and focus. And keep their eyes on what is internal and not what is present. I think that is very, very important as, as we're continuing to get to the more last stretch. Yeah, so like be eternally minded and set our minds on things above. Yeah, exactly. Because、um, I, I, I feel like this past year,、um, I've been talking to some missionary friends, and the ones that have been setting their eyes on the more internal thing, I've, I've seen, I, I felt that they have.、Um, Been able to be blessed to see more of the things that God is doing. Because I、really、remember、um, hearing how people say that Japan is a place where missionary goes to die, and how like people are always like, good luck with Japan.、Um, but I think this, this year, I've been starting to hear more missionaries because they have been practicing keeping their eyes on an internal mindset that they're, they're saying that they're seeing um, people. Um, Coming to Christ, and that they're seeing Japanese、um, crying out for more of the Holy Spirit. And、mm-hmm. I think that's just an amazing testimony that God is working and that God loves Japan. And that、um, I, I, I think, you know, the time is soon at hand, you know? Like, we just gotta look out and not miss what God is doing. Yeah, that's really special. Thank you for sharing that. Do you mind praying for Japan then? Yeah. And let's pray. Um, dear Heavenly Father, let's just thank you.、Um, just want to thank you for this time where you are with us. And、uh, thank you for your heart for Japan, that、um, you have never forgotten Japan one bit ever since it,、um, its creation and even till now.、Um, and even though it went through a whole history of persecuting your people, Lord. Um, yet, you still love the country and you place in so many people's heart、um, this country.、Um, 
I feel like almost proportionally off too, but you love this country so much and your heart breaks for this country, God. Um, because you know that they don't know what they're doing. And so God, um, I just want to pray on behalf of this country, Lord, that you soften their heart and, um, and for your children there, Lord, I pray that you give them grace to see more fruits, even more fruits. And I pray that you continue to equip um, everyone who you place on, um, place Japan on their hearts, Lord, um, more ways to be equipped um, to pray for Japan and to uh, evangelize in Japan as well. Thank you, Lord. And help us just be more in tune with your spirit um, as we pray for Japan. Thank you for loving us and that you are faithful to Japan all the way to the end and that you have a place for Japan at your table. We love you, God, and just there we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for praying, Revy. Um, well, it's sad to say that our podcast time together is coming to an end. Um, to wrap up this episode, Revy, and I ask this question to all of my podcast guests, what is something Japanese-y that you absolutely cannot live without? So it can be a food, a phrase, Shiba Inu, Daiso, anything. Just like one thing that's Japanese and that you cannot live without. Oh man, uh, it has to be. Well, there's many things, but um, one one thing was probably uh, Kobe beef because it it changed my life. So um, I remember I was thinking of going vegetarian, and then I had Kobe beef. But and, and ever since I had Kobe beef, I was told I told myself and my friends I can't. Sorry, I can't be vegetarian anymore. <laughs> it yeah, was that good. It was it was that good. Wow. Yeah. So definitely yeah. life-changing food. Kobe beef is Kobe really good. Beef. I've had the pleasure of having it myself as well. And it's, it is really good. Well, thank you so much, Revy, for joining me today. Um, once again, the purpose of this podcast is to showcase how much God loves Japan through people's stories. If you or if you know someone who would like to share um, their experience with us on the podcast, please email me at carepackagetojapan at gmail.com. And we would love to hear from you and have you on the show as well. All right. Have a good day, everyone. Bye.